Good morning. With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's three Prakim Rambam, which will be Hilchais Tshuva. We are starting with Hilchais Tshuva. We're going to be learning Prakim Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. Let's open up with the header, with the Koiseres that Rambam writes Hilchais Tshuva Mitzvahs Asei Achas Vihi Sheyoshuv Hachoyte Mechetoi Lifnei Hashem that the person, the sinner, should return away from his sin back towards God. And the Yisvada, and he should say confession, ubir mitzvazu, and the ikarim hanigrarim ima, and the foundational principles of faith that follow, that follow in relation to the mitzvah of tshuva, will be discussed b'prakim elu. And let's start with the first chapter. The first chapter will all deal with the mitzvah of tshuva, and as the Rambam will word it here. That the mitzvah of tshuva is that when a person does tshuva, they are obligated to verbalize their confession. This chapter has four halachas, beginning with halacha aleph. Kol hamitzvah shabatoyim, bein nasei bein loisase. Im ovar adam halachas mehen. If a person violates any of the commandments, bein bezodim, whether he did so willingly, bein bishgaga, whether the person did it inadvertently. When a person will do tshuva, and the person will return from a sin, meaning he'll go away and back to Hashem, the person is obligated to confess, and that when you read the beginning of this chapter, the beginning of this halacha, it sounds like that there isn't a mitzvah to do tshuva. The mitzvah is that when you do tshuva, then... The mitzvah is to say vidoy verbally, and we just read in the Kaisedes, no, that Amam writes that there's one mitzvah, and that is So this is an apparent stira. The Rebbe's Ashita here is that tshuva is like a super mitzvah. The, the specific mitzvah is that when you do tshuva to say vidoy. But the, a super mitzvah meaning because tshuva shows you that even though mitzvah, the concept of a mitzvah, a mitzvah implies, a mitzvah means a connection. When this brings me a connection, what does that imply? That without this, my connection is not as, not as great, or that God forbid there's no connection. And if even worse, if you go against the connection, you sever the connection. Tshuva reveals that we are always connected. So there is never a point from which we cannot return. That's why it's like a super, it's a super connection. The specific of tshuva is that when a person does tshuva, they have to verbalize the confession. Shinamar, as it says, the Ramam is quoting a pasuk in Nasai, Ish oyisha kiyasu mikol chatois haadam. Limoy mal b'ashem, if a person is acting treacherously against Hashem. For Oshma nefeshahin, the person will be found guilty. So the Pasuk, I know there, there, we're speaking about a specific mitzvah, but the, there the point is, they should verbalize their confession or their sin that they did, and that's the meaning of confession. And viduizeh is a mitzvah, I say, that isn't only applied to that specific case. In Parshas Nasoi, but the Ramam is explaining that this vehizvada eschatosam, that's the mitzvah sasei of saying vidui bepeh. Keitzad misvade, what exactly must be said? Oimer, the person says, Ono, Hashem, chatosi, chevra, as we learned this in Yuma, chait means a, the least severe of a sin, a person who sinned inadvertently, avisi, 
refers already to a sin that a person does bizodin. Pashati is already a sin that a person does to rebel against God. Not only that he did so willingly, but because the Yetzir Hara got the better of him. No, God forbid. The person was Poshaya. So the person says exactly what they did. And and they specify what they did. And then they declare, they externalize, they verbalize their feeling, which is Nichamti, that I regret. And I'm ashamed of that which I did. And the person makes their resolution verbally, I will never go back to this. Then, this isn't only when a person is doing tshuva, but when a person is obligated. To bring a carbon chatas, a carbon asham, the asham of carbon the same alshke gosam, which is the case normally of chatas. And some asham is comes for zodin, but also doinam. Just like when a person is doing tshuva belev, which we'll learn later what's tshuva is. That when you're doing tshuva, you should say vidui. When you're bringing a carbon, you also have to say vidui. And do tshuva and say vidui. Ein mischaper lehemberk carbonam, achi yasu tshuva, v'yizvadu vidui dvarim. But tshuva has to come along with the korbanis. And tshuva has in it the detail, the specific detail of verbalizing confession. Shinam Arasad says, quoting a Pasuk in Vayikra, regarding a specific korban there, but it's not only about that korban, it's binegeya, all the korbanis. V'hizvada, asher chatole. V'chein misa is based in. Imagine a person who was sentenced capital death. A person is getting malchus. Ein mischaper lahem b'misosan. Financial crime. You injured someone. You were mazik someone's money, not the person, but his property. Interestingly here, just to say that it's first vidui, and the person that the, the tshuva is an inner, it's an inner resolution that I will never do that again. Shenemar mikol chatos adam, and mikol chatos adam, the pshat that Amam is saying, that includes avedoi shemen adam lachavedoi, that for that, you have to also have what we call tshuva and vidui. Let's go further. Halacha beis. So the word kipurim also means the lottery. And the latter on Yom Kippur was specifically regarding the two he goats. One was Lashem, and its bloods were brought mamish together with the par. But the soil also went in there. And you have the one soil that was sent, right? Biyadish Iti. So that brought about atonement, says that Amam Lafishu Kaparolachal Yisrael. And we just mentioned that by Karbanois, Karbanois by themselves don't bring a, the Kapara, the, the wiping away the slate clean, but you have to have Tshuva and Vidoy. So here, Koin Gadol, Misvala Olav, Alashoin Kol Yisrael, on behalf of, like Beshame Kol Yisrael. And that's what it says over there in Pasha Zachary. Vizvada Olav, what? Eskolavoinus Bene Yisrael. And you should know, says the Rambam, that the Soira Mishnaleach, Machaper al Kol Averish Batoira, Hakalois, Vahamurais, Bench over Bizodoi, Bench over Bishgogon, 
And Bain Shahoi Daloi, whether you are aware of the sin, Bain Shaloi Hoi Daloi. But here again says that I'm bummed, but you always have to have a who sha'asa tshuva. Now it's interesting, when we're speaking about atoning for a sin, that shaloi hoidaloi. So tshuva would mean that I don't know if I wronged God. I will not wrong God in the future. I will do what God wants in the future. I'm going to be bound to God through the mitzvahs in the future. Avalam loyasa tshuva. So it's another amazing thing. So there is a certain amount of atonement that comes here on Yom Kippur with the soir, without tshuva, but only on what we call the light transgression. So the Raman right away has to push it halachically define what does that mean. What are considered relatively light mitzvahs. Taiches the Rambam. Hachamurais. Heinu Averois. Shechayoven Aleim. Misas Beisdin. A sin for which Yechayv Misas Beisdin, Oi, Kodes. Including, now there will be exceptions, which, are, which will also be included in the category of Chamurais, even though there's no Misas Beisdin, even though there is no Kodes, and that is Shvuas Shav Vosheken. A oath that's in vain, as we'll describe later, an oath that's false. Harem and Chamurais. Right? Because they are in Ushar Mitzvah but all other negative commandments. They're called colors. Now, why Take is Shvua Shav or Sheker? Both. These are different categories. Why are they considered serious transgressions? Because we find something unique regarding these types of oaths that Hashem writes, Hashem, God will not cleanse them. And part of it is because there is what we call Chilul Hashem. And as we'll learn soon, we'll speak out soon, Chilol Hashem means various things. It doesn't only mean a person who's doing something that should not be done in front of 10 Jews or more. In other words, Bifaresia, in halachic public, in front of 10 Yidin or more. Chilol Hashem also means something that involves using God's name without necessity, or God forbid, Lashek. Halachigim. When we don't yet have the third Beis we don't yet have a Mizbeach that serves as our source of Kaparam. There, says the Rambam, ain't Shom Elochuva. And during this time, Shuvah Taka works for everything. It's when you have a Mizbeach Kaparam, and a person violated something, let's say, for which they have to bring a carbon Chatos. Ataka chatas comes with tshuva, but without the carbon, you're not going to have a full atonement. But now that we are unable to halachically yet bring a carbon chatas, because we don't have a mezbeach, tshuva itself has that power to the point that afilu rasha kol yamav. For us, tshuva mamish in the last moment, ain maskidun loishem rishoy. That not, nothing is mentioned to the person. Shinamaras, it says that Verishas Horasha, that the wickedness of the Rasha, loyal Kashaba, he won't no longer stumble over it. It will not cause him to stumble. And from the day, on the day, Shuvai Merishai, that he went back, that he repents from his wickedness. Then the Ramam adds another deed. And that is that Atzmai shall Yoimakipurim, or if there's a Yud, Itzumai shall Yoimakipurim, is Machapra Lashavim. Shenemaraz it says, Now you have to understand what we're reading over here. In other words, we already established that tshuva itself, 
affects, affects that reconnection. It reveals that we were always connected, how, any way you want to frame it. Now we're saying that the Yom Kippur itself affects atonement, Lashavim. But hold on, if it's Lashavim, why do you have to have Yom Kippur? As we'll see soon, because th- there is some power of Yom Kippur itself. In other words, let's do it this way. Shuvah is to reconnect to Hashem, to return to God. Now when two things are on some level disconnected, how do you reconnect them? Well, let's say A and B. So either A can walk to B, B can walk to A. Let's verbalize Shuvah as B, we, the Eden, we're walking to A, we're walking to God Almighty. That's, I'm going to Hashem. On Yom Kippur, Hashem comes to us. Oh, so there's vital reconnection. Eloma, that if a person doesn't do tshuva, even though Hashem is walking towards them, it's not going to be affected because they have a wall up. So they have to take off the wall. And then there's going to be a reconnection because God is walking towards them. Halacha Dalat. Nevertheless, there are some Avedo's transgressions. Shehein mischapenin bishaaton, that they will fully, tshuva itself will fully affect the kapara. No, it's we do tshuva, just the word kapara means that Hashem will wipe the slate clean. V'yeish Avedo's. And the person does tshuva, their tshuva in itself makes a full atonement, brings about God's reaction of a full kapod. And we elu nemer regarding this, regarding tshuva for mitzvah sasei ein boykotes. Hashem write tshuva banim sheivavim. Return, O faithless children. Faithless because we violated the mitzvah sasei. And when we return, it says right away erpa b'shuvai seichem. And the erpa happens immediately. However, over al mitzvahs loisasei. But here in itself, again, we're going into this kalois chamurais. We're making different levels. Shein boykotes v'loy misas beizdin. And here, when it comes to the negativity that happens through a violation of a loisasei, so here, how do you violate a loisasei? Through doing an action. To a certain degree, it's more serious. The violation of a mitzvah sasei, it's like a transgression through an inaction. At least it was an inaction. Here, it's an action. So it's a little bit more serious. So taka tshuva is gavalik. Also tshuva. What tshuva does, it doesn't affect a full kapata, but tshuva is toila. Now, the word toilet means it has some sort of tentative effect. It has some sort of temporary effect. One shot will be is, is that a temporary protects the person from receiving a punishment. That's one way of teaching the words toilet. So then, tshuva taka has that effect, but there's no full kapara. Why do we need Like we gave our muscle, so B is walking to A, but A is not giving us an embrace yet. That happens on Yom Kippur. You have to wait till this day. Because without Yom Kippur, we have a kapara, but not Nikol Chatoisechem. We have a kapara from Mitzvah Sasei. There's no kares. 
But for this, for a love, that there isn't a kodesh and no misas based in tshuva and yom kippur. Let's go to the next level. Of Allah Christus and misas based in. And by the way, Christus doesn't only mean lavin because we have the two positive commandments for which there is also a chiyuv kodesh, mila, carbon pesach. So any sin that brings about kodesh and misas based in, and the person does tshuva, here tshuva and yom kippur are toilin. But the yisurin. Not the Yisurim that we, God forbid, bring on ourselves, which is the whole sheet of the Baal Shem Tev. We're not allowed to do them. But Yisurim that God brings upon us. The Yisurim, Haboim Olav, Goimnum Le'akapara. Ulo Oilam Emes Chaper Le'akapara Gemura. And the person won't have a Kapara Gemura. Achi Yavoyo Olav Yisurim. And with Hashem, with, with the Rachmanos of the Oibishter, and the Oibishter is a Rachman, a little bit of Yisurim can, can be enough. That I will punish their transgression, Beshevet. In other words, God will punish their Avoinam, their iniquities, through Negoyim. In other words, there are, there are certain transgressions that a person becomes reconnected through the humility, through the humbling that happens through Yisurim. That, that, that now will be enough. Tshuva and Yom Kippur and Yisurim. When there wasn't a Chilol Hashem, Be'esha Avar. And let's just speak out. Chilol Hashem. One that Rambam teaches in Yisoyda Atreida, right? In Pedakei. That Chilol Hashem means that the intent of the sin was to rebel against God. Not a person did so bemazed, but because the person had a Yetzir Hara. Or because the person was fooled, the person thought. No, the person, God forbid, did it. That's, a, that's one shot of Chilol Hashem. Um, another type, just to know, of Chilol Hashem is a person who's Chaito Machti Yasarab. In other words, what they did caused other people to do. And then you have the classic. Chilol Hashem means that you did so Bifahares. The word Bifahares means in public, and again, in public doesn't mean what you think it means in public. Stam in public, it means in front of ten Yidin no more. And the person is oimed b'tshuvasay. It's another gavaldik word. In other words, when we said before that itzuma shal yoyim echaper lashavim, so if the person did tshuva before, but afterwards they did the sin, God forbid, they did tshuva, but they uh, retracted their tshuva. They have to do tshuva again. But no, when yom kippur is there, they're still standing with their resolution of they're never sinning again. Or if they fell, they, they did tshuva again. And then Ubal of Yisurim. So the word will be, Ela tshuva, and Yisurim, Shloshtam will be toilem. They'll bring about this tentative effect. In other words, let's say these words, they will temporarily, temporarily can be a very long time. In other words, that person won't be punished, there won't be retribution for the sin, but there won't be a full uh, wiping the slate clean. But the Misa Taka will bring Kapara. And that's the Pshat Shenemar, the Nigla Ba'ozlei Hashem Tzavakois, Im Yechupara Oven Azelochem Atemusun. In other words, it's a rhetorical question that surely God says that the sin will not be atoned for until death, which means that death does bring about an atonement. What does it need it for? For this category that the person did Shuvah, and Yom Kippur, and Yisurim, then Shuvah affects the Kapara, the, the, the complete wiping the slate clean. Moving on to today's second chapter, moving on to Pedic Sheni of Hilchas Shuvah. Now, 
The Rambam in Perek Aleph spoke about the detail that when you do tshuva, you got to say vidui. Okay, but what is tshuva? That has to be clarified. Perek Sheni has 11 halachas beginning with halach Aleph. Ezi tshuva gemuram. A person has an opportunity to fall in an area where the person fell before. And he's able to do it. And the person lives the tshuva by not doing it. Or in the other way, the person has not done something. Because of laziness. They didn't do a mitzvah. They have the same opportunity to be la- lazy. And they do what God wants. Because of their tshuva, and now let's go even deeper, there is no element of, there is a fear factor that was their motivation. There is no fear factor. There's no lack of strength. No, 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 no. They have the strength. There is no fear. We're not speaking about fear of God or awe of God. We're speaking about external fears. Something not related to God. That's pshuva. Case that, for example, He has the same feelings for her, and he has the same strength, and he's not only in the same location, the opportunity is there, says the Rambam, and who shloima oimer Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Before the bad days and uh, come, and the, the days or the years, which is a reference to the days of old. In other words, a person should do tshuva, meaning remembering our Creator, not when they're old. Now, of course, if a person did not do tshuva in the youth, they, of course they should remember God and do tshuva in the days of the old. What it means is, is that a tshuva, gemura, is that the, it, 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 expressing in action the fact that the person, let's go in a negative commandment, if there was a violation by doing a love, I'm not going to do it again. I only have that opportunity fully if I do tshuva when I'm young. Because if when I'm old, I don't have the same koyach. It's not the same setting in which I get to externalize my tshuva. Now, if a person didn't do tshuva in the youth, he's only doing tshuva when he anyways can do it. So, it's not the highest level of tshuva. It's not called what the Ramam calls tshuva gemura. But don't think it's not tshuva, it's tshuva. It's effective to the person. This is a master of tshuva. Furthermore, as it says that before the darkening of the sun, before the darkening of the moon and of the stars, before the clouds return after the rain, these are all expressions of King Solomon regarding death. If it was before death, we can do tshuva. And all of this refers to the Yom Amisa. Not the ideal of Nevertheless, the person is forgiven. 
Okay, so the ideal time to do tshuva is when the person will be able to, sh- to express the poil, their tshuva, when they are the same, including same koyach. Now, halacha beis, what is tshuva? Mahi ha-tshuva. Hu sheyazoiv ha-choytechetoi. It is the abandoning of this act. Or if the sin is of thought, or the sin is of speech, the abandoning of the sin. The abandoning means walk away from that. Remove it from your mind. As the Alter Rebbe says, a benini includes mastery over one's machshav. The yigmar beliboy, and there should be a resolution not to do it again. It's primarily a future focused movement that going forward, this won't happen again. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk. In Yeshaya, Oshanemar, Yazoiv Rasha Darkoid, may the Rasha abandon that old path. The Ish Oven, not only a path, which let's say, which you walk on, that's more action oriented, but his thoughts. So the, the first step, the Iker, is the future. I won't do it again. But when you go deeper, the person then will begin with the regret of the past. The person must regret what happened in the passion. After I did Shuvah, which is step number one, then I chapt. The closer a person gets to God, the more they will feel remorse for that which they did in the past. After I return, I regret it. After I became more aware, then sofakti al yorech, I beat my thighs. It's an expression of a person who's in grief, a person who's uh, upset about what they did, so they bang themselves. In other words, first there has to be the hivadi. There has to be a certain level of awareness. And then that brings to a certain feeling of remorse for the past. And viyoid all of yudea talumais. And a person will come to a certain state where God, who knows the hidden matters, and only God will know that this person in this state can never sin again. And that doesn't mean that if the person, God forbid, fell again, it doesn't mean that he didn't do tshuva. It means that they walked away from that place. But when the person is in that place, that's tshuva. Shemaras it says that a person has to reach a place where he will no longer consider his masa yodeinu God. No, he's going to understand that that God that the Oibishter is the Balabas. No, we can only rely on God. And furthermore, not only can we only rely on God. And not on the, the actions of our hands, but we are referring to God as the one who has mercy on Yisraelim, which is beautiful. In other words, it, 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 tshuva is effective because Hashem has the attribute of Rachamim. And as we learned in the previous chapter, you know, the tshuva is Mahi Yatshuva, this Yazoiv, Hachoyte, Chetyoi, Visirerebi Machshaftoi. It's an inner mitzvah. But as we learned, while you're doing that, a person should also verbalize what we just learned above. In other words, aside, aside of him owning, we learned in the previous chapter, but from going on, I won't do it again. A person should say what they're feeling, their resolution. Call him as Father Bodhavar. If a person only verbalizes the confession, both of the previous chapter and of this chapter, 
the fact that he, oh, he's owning up verbally the sin and he's verbalizing his gomar beliboy, that what? That going forward, I'm not going to do that again. So if a person said the words, so then, that Amam is not saying that he didn't even go to the mikvah. He went to the mikvah, but he's still holding on to the sheret, so it's ineffective. He has to throw the sheret out of his hand. That Moida is verbally, you're admitting. But you have to abandon the sin. You can't just verbally admit and hold on to the sin. Then Yerucham, then God will show mercy. Another detail. Interesting why it's over here that Lachayda should belong in the previous chapter. But the Ramam writes over here that even though the Ramam wrote before that's a very general statement, a person should specify the sin. It's ideal to specify the sin. Shneman, this we find over there in Kisisa, that Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Ebishted, which is a general statement, but he specified, specifying the sin will help the person feel more this nichamti. And furthermore, the nichamti will fuel the tshuva. The more the person regrets, the more the person is, is strongly resolved not to go there again. This is tshuva itself. Now, like a spillover from the ways of tshuva is that the person who's doing tshuva will cry out. Crying out doesn't have to mean loud. It means deep. And what I said, tzedakah kefi koichai. No, it's that brokenness, that healthy brokenness, will be the fuel for doing tzedakah. Kefi koichai. Umesrachik harbei min adava shechataboi. To the point that umeshana shumai, the person identifies oneself with a different name. Kolaymer, she'ani acher, ve'eni oise ho'isha osa oisem hamasim. And part of that is he exiles himself from his place. And why is that? Because Golas brings about Why is that? Because it makes a person humble. He causes the person to be submissive, to be a non of, and to be a shval ruach. Says that Ambam Veshevach Godel Lashov. There's a great praise to the one who's doing tshuva, she'isvadeh barabim, and v'yodiyah pshav lohem. He should notify everyone that which was done against the Eibushten. Umegala avedois, and he's revealing the transgressions, but this is all benoi uben chaveroi. Shebenoi ben chaveroi lachedim. And he tells others, you should know that chotasi leploini, v'yosis leikach v'kach, v'hareni hayoim shovenicham. And you should know that when the, uh, that person who was wronged will hear, and he'll hear, that the one who transgressed against him verbally owned up to the fact that he did wrong, it's going to help that person forgive him. For a person because of one's arrogance. He doesn't want to open up and bring it out. And that's the pshat on the pasik that machasip shav. If you think that covering up your sins will be helpful, you won't be matzliach. That the ideal is to notify others 
about the transgression, as we just mentioned before, that's only in Aveda Shabbatim Lachaveda. And you, again, like we mentioned, that will help the other being, uh, being forgiving. Avol Hamakim. Not only is there no need to be mefarsim, that specific transgression, but more than that, va'azus panim hiloyim gila. Wow. And why is that? We just mentioned before, one of the halachic definitions of chilol Hashem is that um, when you sin in public, now the person is not sinning in public, the person is doing tshuva in public, but nevertheless, he's notifying the public of the sin that was done. So there's a chilol Hashem element in there. Narvas then between man and God. Elashav lifnei hakel baruchu. He returns to Hashem in front of God. Upoidet chatov lefanov. Now, the video, video, yeah, video can be said in public, but the video that's said in public is a very generalized video, like the video that we say, shamnu, bagadnu, etc. And here we say the opposite, that it's better. And that's the Pshad and the Pasuk and Tehillim, that Ashrei Nisui Pesha Kisui Chato. So that Ramam explains how we, how, how we reconcile this apparent contradiction. In Mishli it says, Tehillim it says, that Ashrei the Kisui Chato. That's the answer. Nevertheless, there are certain times in which they are even more effective. Which is which obviously also includes Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. He yafa bi yoiser umiyad he miskabelas. These are two dinim. These are two things. It's yafa bi yoiser, and also it's accepted right away. Shenemar as it says, Dirshu Hashem. You know when see God when He is to be found. When he's more available. call out to him when he's near. And what is the, when is the time that God is available and near? That it has this effect. That what? Of miyad l'chayra. That's only biyachid. However, if a person is doing tshuva. B'tzibur. Kol zman sho'isim tshuva. And v'tzayakin with a full heart. God answers them also right away. And Shinemar, as it says, who is like Hashem Elekeinu, Bechol Koreinu Elov. Bechol Koreinu Elov means not only for God is available to whoever calls out to him, it means that whenever Bechol's man that people call out to him, God will listen. Halach Ezai. Yerim HaKippurim Uzman Tshuva Lakoil. Ubeder Layachid and Lorabim and Vuhu Kates. It's the apex of forgiveness. Kates mechila uslicha to the Jewish people. And therefore, like we gave the mashal before, tshuva is the yid walking towards God. Yom Kippur is the moment in the year that kaviyachal God is walking towards us. So seize the moment. Lefika chayoven akoyelasis tshuva ulisvadis biyom akipurim. And let's go into the specifics. So we, when a person is doing tshuva, they should do vidui. Says the Rambam, when should you do vidui? So we said Yom Kippur. No, actually before Yom Kippur. Umitzvas vidui Yom Kippurim sheyaschel me'erav ayoyim kaidem sheyachel. It begins really prior to. In other words, you want to enter Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, the God is coming towards you. So clean yourself before that happens. Right? We put on the big day Shabbos before Shabbos. When should you do the vidui? which is an externalization or a detail of the tshuva. So when should we do tshuva and vidui? Prior, before the meal. Why? Because Shema Yechonik Basu'uda, Kodem Shei Yizvada. 
On the other hand, so okay, so we talk do mincha, right? We say vidu during mincha, during mincha. We dive mincha relatively early. Don't think that since you did vidu, you're good. And then and again and again and again and the detail when we're speaking about a yachid, even while we're davening in the shul, but the, the quiet shmena esli, we do it after the tefillah, as we know. And the shliach tzibur puts the vidu mamash in middle, the emsa tefillah, which is in the fourth brach. Right, the first three, the last three are the same. The one for yom the one for yom kippur, that's where he inserts halachichas. Havidui shenohago boy kol yisrael. Is to say the words Avol Chatanu. Guys, in Seder Hatfilis of the Rambam, there are more, you have more of the Rambam's Nusach. And that's the Ikar Avidri. Okay. Another detail says the Rambam, Even if the person is Oymed Bitshuvasai, the person never failed in that area again. You have to do tshuva again. And that's the meaning of the Pasik Kipshoya ni Eidom. Dovan Amalach is saying about himself. The Chatosi is Negdi Samid. And that's not because we don't get a full Kapara. We get a full Kapara. But as Chasidus explains, that this concept of being connected to God is multi layered. It's not, I'm connected or I'm not connected. There's connected, and then there's more deeply connected, and there's more deeply connected, and the negative effect of a Aveda is on all of these levels, until a certain deep point, but it's on many, many levels. So you have to do tshuva in the place that you're at. So the tshuva that I did last year helped me get closer. But now that I am closer, that's deeper, deeper connection, I have to do tshuva again. Halacha 9. If a person, God forbid, ate a dover ha'aser, or if a person was bald, bila sura, v'chayoytze bahen. Avala veda shibin adam lachavedoi. For example, choyvel chavedoi, if a person injured his fellow, or hamakalal es chavedoi, interestingly, doesn't mean that you're makalal es chavedoi in front of him. Maybe it even means if you're makalal chavedoi, it has an effect, even if he didn't hear it uh, consciously. Or if you stole from him, since it's between man and man, you have to first, if it's a money thing, give him back that money. Then you have to ask for his forgiveness. That's the point. If it was a financial sin and you gave him back, you, you, you righted the wrong. It's not enough. And more than that, says the Ramam. If to begin with, the transgression wasn't financial. In other words, you upset him by saying certain things. So what do you do now? You must appease him. You must approach him. And... Repeatedly. What happens if the person, if the victim in this case, right, is not being forgiving, so you have to make an effort. And what will be the next step after you sincerely apologize? The next step will be and ask for his forgiveness. You bring a group of three people, not strangers, three people that the victim over here, that the one who was wronged is already familiar with. And they have to join the transgressor in asking him to be forgiving. If he still does not 
be a if he's not allowing himself to be forgiving. So then the transgressor brings another group, or he brings them again, brings them a third group. One, two, three. If still the, the victim over here, the person who was wronged, is not giving his forgiveness, then he did enough. Then he can go. And actually, when do we say that, you know, once, twice, thrice, and enough? That is if the transgression was to anyone other than to Yerebim. You have to come back even a thousand times. So now the Ramam is focusing on this, so to say, the person who was wronged. That you may not be cruel and not be appeased. Or refuse to be appeased. It's really a decision. That's the way we have to be easily pacified. And that we have to be someone who it is hard to anger. And when the person does approach and ask for forgiveness, the ideal is Wow, a person has to give forgiveness with a complete heart and with willing spirit. And even if in the past he was put into a lot of pain and many things were wronged to him, don't seek revenge and don't bear a grudge as we learned at the end of Hilchis Day is the meaning of these two this is actually the way of the seed of Israel of Yidin and their upright spirit that's a sign of being a Yid that's a manifestation of the Neshama of the Jewish Neshama that what we are forgiving the Oibishter is forgiving so we have a piece of God in us Ella, by them it says that that they preserve their wrath forever. They hold on to that because it's going to justify. It's going to allow them to wrong back, to feel that they are morally superior or whatever it is. They, they can't let go. That when David HaMelech saw So David HaMelech reaffirmed and added to the Takon of Yeshua forever that what? The final halach of this chapter, halach yudalv. And we established that aside of when I sin towards my fellow, I'm also sinning against God. But the part that is against God, I resolve with God. The, the part that was against my fellow, I need to have him to forgive me. For that, he has to be there. What happens if a person sinned towards his fellow? You didn't even have the opportunity. Or you had the opportunity, but you didn't seize the opportunity. And now the person passed away. So what now? So here we see in Halacha the concept, Gemara speaks about it a few times, even in Nigla, that, let's use the words of, 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 of Kabbalah, that the nefesh, the neshama has many levels. The lowest level is called the nefesh. The nefesh remains with the physical remains of the person. So when you go to a Beis Achaim, and you go to the Makim where the person is buried, minimally they'll be notified that you got there. They'll know that you're there. So therefore, you take a go to them. You go to their burial place. Maybe, and you go with a minion. Maybe I saw them in a yadam. Umamidam al kivrei. And we just learned that avedo shebein adam lchaveroi bimafarsemit. That's the pirsum. For oimer b'fneim 
and again, every sin between man and man is also a sin between man and God because God said, don't wrong your fellow. So you begin by asking God for forgiveness. And right away you say, and for this individual. And you specify, that's the barabim. In front of ten. That's the ten. And furthermore, if, you, if it included a financial wrong and you have to make that up, but the person is not alive, give it to the heirs. Another detail, she doesn't know who the, everyone has an heir unless the person is a convert and did not have children afterwards. And and the Neshama and Gan Eden will find out about it and the Neshama will forgive. Beautiful. Today's final chapter, the third chapter of Hilchas Shuvah, is all about the judgment. It's a Gevudah Dikapedic. And here is the, when we learn Tanya Pedic Aleph, the Shem Hamushal, the Shem Hamushal of Tzadik Rosh Abedini, the borrowed term, the halachic term, is going to be spoken about a lot over here, the meaning of a Tzadik, the concept that God follows the majority, the concept of Mavarishon Rishon, and a certain system of judgment that we have between the Hashem and His creation. This chapter has 14 halachas, beginning with halacha alf. Every person. We have merits, and we have uh, transgressions. Mitzvahs and Avedis. Let's go follow majority, and the Ramam is going to write soon. It's not a majority in number. But however, it's measured, and only God knows how to measure this. If it comes to a point where it's majority, that person in this context is called a tzaddik. Righteous. God forbid the opposite. That person is called a wicked, a rush. As it is by an individual, it's also there is a judgment on a location, on a city. That's called the Medina, that's Tzadekes. And there's also a judgment on the whole world. What will be the consequence of that? So here we go. As we said, the person is called a Rasha. Many Rishonim don't die. That's another Cheshmer. That's Chusim, that's Chusavos. Some part of them dies right away. As it says, And the, 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 the content of the Pasuk is, is that right away the person will be beaten by God, will be smitten by God. Because they, the, the majority, there's already a, 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 a negative consequence. It's immediately lost. As it says, And what happened? God went down, and they were punished right away. And as it says, like there came a tipping point. And the marble came. 
Now the Rambam writes right away, Veshikol Zed, this measuring of the weighing of Roiv Avoinois, God forbid, Roiv Zechuyosov, Roiv Zechuyos, Einoi Lefi Minyan Hazchuyos Vavoinois. It's not a quantitative cheshben, it's a qualitative cheshben. Elo Lefi Godlon, Yesh Chus, Shikinegad Kam Avoinois. And that's the meaning in the Pasuk in Malachim. Yan, Nimtsaboy, Dover Toiv, Dover Toiv is singular. Yeah, that Dover Toiv can weigh against all the not good. And the same thing, God forbid, is in the reverse. Shenemar, it says in Koyelus, Vachoyta Echod, once in, Yaabet Toiv Aharbe can lose a lot of good. This measurement can only be done in the Da'as of the Kale Deos. Because God's das knows what's happening in our das, which will be fundamental here. Now, let's go. If a person, God forbid, changes his mind about some great mitzvah, all mitzvahs are great, that that person did in the past. Meaning, he changes his mind and he regrets the merits. What is Pshat Varma Belibai? And he says to himself, Maha Alti Basi Yosem, did it bring me any benefit? Ulai lo Yasisi Yosem. God forbid. I wish I haven't done it. Then, Hareze Ibad has called him. He lost them. And the opposite of Chuva. In other words, the person has a schus, it won't be mentioned for him, it won't be attributed to him. Fein maskinun lo Yashem, schus ba'olam. Shinamar as it says, Vitsitka sat sadik, loi satsilenu biyoim rishoi. How can that be? The Yom Rishon means not only did he do other bad things, but he regretted, he changed his mind regarding this chus, so then it won't be mentioned. And that Pasuk only refers because if a person did many good things and they also did other, God forbid, not good things, it doesn't erase the good. But here we're speaking about one who regretted. Which is one moment of judgment. There are other unique moments of judgment. And that is, And when is that? This judgment begins on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Is sealed. God forbid. And the Benini remains toilin. We add that word toilin, a tentative, and it is tentative state. The, the, one of the ways we interpret the, this toilin is that the negative retribution that comes from the sin is going to be held back until Yom Kippur. Now, Imasa Tshuva, as we learned, Itzuma Shal Yom Kippur, La Shavim. So you have the Shavim and you have the Yom Kippur. Then Nechtam Lachayim. God forbid, So in other words, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the judgment. So now the Ramam is going to link the mitzvah of Shoifer to the concept of Tshuva. Even though these are two separate things, but they're linked one to the other. Nevertheless, Remez Yesh Boy Kloimar. What is this Remez? The Shoifer is saying the following. It's saying by not saying, but it's saying something. That Uru, Uru, wake up, wake up, Yishenim, you sleepy ones, Mishnaschem, from your sleep. mitar And arouse from your slumber. But slumber, search your actions and return in Shuvah and remember your Creator. And this is referring to Hashoichin Because they are involved by Havli Hazman. 
They devote their entire year which ultimately and habitul and afshay seichem and vehitivu darchechem uma alelechem your paths your deeds v'yazrev kolechad mikem darkoyero machshafta yashelui toivom the fikach and the efratzar koladim shiratz mikolashan kulam a person should always see himself throughout the year throughout the year keilu chetzi yizake vechetzi chayiv not only this should be the way a person views himself personally. This is not a fantasy. This is, to a certain degree, this is the emes. In other words, ruba de ruba de ruba are what we are calling here in this chapter a benini. That we are always more or less in the middle. We have good. We also have what is not yet good. And therefore, there's tremendous power in every little choice, so to say, in what we do. That tips himself. And when it tips my balance to the good, if the whole world is also in middle, so then that me, you, one person going to the side of Schus will bring the whole world with him, with her. In the negative. And as we said, miyad, right? Miyad heim nishchasim. V'gadam layashchas. And in the positive, also mitzvah achas. Hadei yachriya atzmai. And not only atzmai, v'yachriya kol ha'olam kulei lekav schus. And v'gadam, and he's going to bring to, to the whole world shua deliverance, v'atzol and salvation. And zehu shenemar, v'tzadik is yusoyed oilam. Yusoyed oilam. Because, yeah, because if the whole world is in the middle, mechzal mechzal, so this person's sitkus tips the balance of the whole world like that, that saves the whole world. Beautiful. Playing As we learned before, that one of the way a person will express when a person is in that humble state and they want to get close to God, it's going to motivate them to add, to add in mitzvahs, to give tzedakah. That's the place we have to be in, especially during Asadisimachuva. The judgment begins on Rosh Hashanah. And as we says, if a person is a benedict, then it's all toiling. And that's most of us. So the world is in a state of toiling. So do that which externalizes the tshuva, which will make the person and the world be nechtam l'chaim. We wake up in the middle of the night. We wake up when it's dark. And to be mispalobotik nesiyos. And what do we say? We call the slichos bedivrei tachnunim, bedivrei kibushim, heart-rendering words of supplication. And we do that at sheyerayim. Halacha heib shosh shoshekvan avonis adamim zechayosov. Another detail of the God's system of judgment that when He's weighing everything, ain mechashvin all of tchilas oven shechatoboi. God does not take into account the first time a person did a certain tr uh, transgression. It's not counted as a sin yet. And not even the second time. The count begins only Mishlishi Ve'elech. And now, Discounting number one and number two of that type of Avoyim. If from number three and on, still, however it's weighed by the Das of the Kel Oilam, the conclusion is more avoinas than zechoyos. Then those two avoinas that God looked aside 
will be added to the Avoinus. Oisam Shneho Avoinus will be Mitztarev. But now, now it goes without saying that if discounting the first two, there's Rav Zechuyos. The first two won't be added. And there'll be a, a Tzadik Bedin that Amam is going to explain how that works. But hold on. What happens if it's not Rav Zechuyos? It's exactly balanced. God overlooked, the, if there were, God would have counted number one and number two, it would have been, God forbid, Reiv Avoinus. But it's, it's not Reiv Avoinus, but it's not Reiv Zechur Yosef. It's equal. So you know what God does? He's still going to be forgiving. And how does it happen? God will consider the third time like the first time. So when the third transgression is going to be removed, What's going to happen now? Now we're going to have Reiv Zechuyos. L'fisha shlishi nechshav kedishin. Shekvar nimchalo ashnaim. So you can have a forgiveness for the third sin. Every sin is judged, it's looked at. And it's looked, keneged the avoynos. And as God keeps on doing it, there's more and more zechuyos and less and less avoynos. Every avoyn is looked at and the person is going to be declared tzaddik because of the Reiv Zechuyos. And I, when it was three and on, it was equal. God will forgive that. In other words, every one is going to be looked at, and then the person will be sentenced. You're innocent, you're a tzaddik because of the roif. That in the beginning, we are only maver, rishon, rishon, number one and number two, that's biyachet, shenemar, as it says, hen, kol elo, yifal, kel, pamayim, sholishim, govern. These are the things Hashem will do twice or three times with a man. And as we just explained, really it's twice, meaning God forgives. But the th three times is that if, including the third, it's still equal, not worse, not Reiv Avoinus, even the third will be overlooked. First we overlook two, then we begin, over we overlook the third, then God overlooks the fourth, He overlooks the fifth. The first three are not counted. As it says, God is going to overlook. When won't there be an Ashivenu? Only when it's four. But then, let's go right there. What happens if God discounted the first three? You only begin counting from the four, but when you count the avoinus from the four on, it's exactly equal with the schoyis. Even that will be overlooked. God will forgive the fourth, and then he'll forgive the fifth, and he'll forgive the sixth. And as you go on, there's more and more schoyis. Says the Ramam HaBeninim, Im ha'ibachal mechza avoinus shalahem, shaloyiniach ma'olam, if a person is a benini, but including in the avoinus is a, what we call like our kafta deloy monach tefillin. Then we don't say that what that Hashem now will be mavir even the third by the yachid. No, no, dear, no. Donon oisin kefi chatov. He will be punished. In other words, there's a certain severity of someone who never put on tefillin. So one of the schusim that the Rebbe introduced into the world with mifzah tefillin is this concept is to remove the karkafta. But even though there is such a serious sin, nevertheless, But You know why? Because of the klal. Because you call Yisrael Even though afal pishachatu, and that's the pasha. That's the meaning. Tzadikim. 
Kolam Tzadikim means that even when there is Rav Avainois, but they also have mitzvahs. And therefore, Lo'olam Yirshu Aretz. What does Aretz mean? Eretz Zu is a mushal Eretz Achaim. Eretz Achaim refers to Olam Haba. The Rambam's Olam Haba is the ultimate future world, which is a Neshama Bolayguf. Says the Rambam, Mechin Chasidi, Omasa Olam. Also, Yeish Lahem Chelek Lo'olam Haba. Halach Avav, as we have in rules, there's a rule and there's an exception. So here we go to the exceptions. God forbid. Now that Amam is going to enumerate and then explain each category. Minim, that Amam will explain Sumatus means. Apikursim. And those who are koifer batoira. And all of this will be explained. These three will be explained in this chapter. Then, those who deny Tchiyas HaMesim, those that deny in the coming of our Redeemer, in the coming of Mashiach, Mishumadim, the Ramam will define each category, apostates, Umachtiyah HaRabim, those who cause others, or the, the Rabim to sin, V'haporishin Midar Chetzibur, those who separate themselves from the community, also to be explained soon, or V'ha'oysa Averos B'yad Rama B'faharesiyah, and the example that Amam gives is like Yehoyakum. Now Yehoyakum, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Davkuv Dalid, right? He publicly declared that my predecessors, he was speaking about Amoin and Achaz and Manasseh, these were very wicked kings. He said they didn't know how to arouse God's wrath, God's anger. And he says, I will show everyone how to provoke God, God forbid. That's called Biyadrama Bifares, Moisrim. We'll see soon again a Masr. Whether it's Masr Nefesh or even Masr Mamein to the hands of the Goyim. And or Umatili Eima People that are in the position of leadership but they exert themselves. They impose themselves on the community. They make people, they cast fear. Shalai L'Shem Shemaim when it's not necessary. They do it to make themselves greater. And Shoyv Chaydamim Murder, unique. Ubali Lashen As we just learned. And Ilchoyz that it's taka connected all of the three big sins. And the final one is someone who's Moshech Arlasai. Moshech Arlasai, let's go with the Pshat, that uh, we don't know exactly how they did it, but the Greeks who uh, idolized the human body, including the Arla, so if someone was circumcised, they figure out how to push it, make their body look as if it was never circumcised. Now let's start defining, right, from these that we enumerated, the first one was minim. Let's see what that means. Halach is Hamisha heim nekroi minim. There are five that are going to be included in the category of minim. Number one, ho'emer she'ein shom eloka. Person who says there is no God. There's no one, there's no director to the world. Number two, that there is a manik, but the director of the world is two or more. Number three, Ha'aymer, someone who says, someone who has that belief system, Shiyesham Ribain Echad, there is taka one master, but Shahu Guf. He has some sort of body. There's some sort of image to him. He's a Baltimuna. Or another category, Vikhain Ha'aymer, that he was not the only first being. If there's only one first being, Halkab, then everything else is part of the creation. If a person is going to believe that there is more, it's not a goof, but there's more than one first being. That means that the other one was also not part of the creation. If a person worships some sort of divine power, 
other than God. What's on worshiping it? No, there's one God. But there are other powers that can serve as an intermediary between us and the Oibishter. He's serving something else. Now let's move on. The next category of Let's go into that. What's an Apikoides? Well, he believes in one God who doesn't have a go for Baltimore, who's the Manik Oilam. But he says, There's no concept of revelation towards a human being. Meaning, there is no knowledge that comes from the Boire to the heart of a man. Or, a person can believe that there is something called what God communicates to man, but He's Another meaning, another category of an apikoidus is that the Creator does not know everything that we do. A disconnect. It's called an apikoidus. Let's go weiter. Person is What does that mean? Number one, And when a person who denies the Torah, he doesn't mean he denies the whole Torah. Even if a person only denies one pasuk or even one word, if he says that was said, Moshe Now you can have a person that's moidin the whole Torah but he's koifer bepedushim. What's the pedush of the Torah? The Ramam already said Torah which means he disputes the authority of those spokespeople, which ultimately will be the Sanhedrin and the Chachma Yisrael, who are speaking out the Pedro Shavdot, that he denies their authority. And that is exactly what Sadiq and Baisus did. Or, it's all from the Oibishter. But God at some point changed his mind, he exchanged it to another mitzvah. Even though it used to be from God, no longer. That was the that is the Neutzrim, that's the Christianity or the Catholics. And the Hagrim, the Arabs, the Ramam is speaking about the Muslims. You know, the Ramam doesn't consider the Muslims as Zara, but they are Khoifrim Batoidum. Kalachan Ma'ilu are called Khoifir Batoidum. And Ailahem Khalek La Ilamab. Halachanai. Shnaim heim, two are in the category of apostates, of a mishumad, mishumadim. Number one is a mishumad laveda achas. The Ramam will define what that means in a moment. And also, got even worse, ha mishumad lochalatei The Ramam explains. Uh, watch that you're an apostate for one sin. It means like this. Zeshehechzik atzmoi lasois oisa aveda bezad. And a person who's constantly establishing himself to make a certain violation willingfully. Vinisparsimba. It becomes his way of life. It's known, he's accustomed to doing it, he's habituated, and that even if it's in the midst of the category of kalos, as the Ramam defined in the first chapter. For example, he wears shatnes, or he takes, he doesn't have payas. And it comes out that for this person, that's called a meshumed, but there's one important detail, that that is speaking about a person, why does the person wear shatnes? Lahachis. If it's coming from a place of a weakness of a Yetzir Hara, even God forbid if it's Nisparsem and Behurgel, no, that's not called a Meshumah. The Meshumah is someone who is doing it, he knows it's from God, he wants to, he wants to get Hashem angry, God forbid. And now you have HaMeshumah L'Chalatayro. Like HaChoyzel Odosei HaGoyim, Bishashu Goyzim Shmad. Here, the Ramam is writing that if a person who converts out when there's a 
if not Bachlal, why would they need to convert out? But there was Exeda. But how did they convert out? And they cleave to another religion by saying, by saying, not I want to live. No, they're saying that's, 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 not, that's not the Meshuma that ain't like Chelek Elam Haba. But they're saying, What benefit do I have by remaining Jewish when they're constantly downtrodden? It's better for me to be connected to those who Yodam Takifa. That's called uh, someone who's a Meshuma. That's a huge limut schus that Amam is really writing. But again, all the other Yidin that converted out, not because they, they were saying, they were, they were broken. They wanted to live. Not that they are allowed to do it, but they can, that Amam holds, they're not punished for, for doing that. They're certainly not called Meshumadim. In this, that Ein Lohem Chelek Lohem Hab. Anyway, this is the Meshumadim Chalatei Rekul. Right. Allah Yud Machti, Rabbim, what does that mean? Echad Shehechti Bidavar Gadol. It doesn't matter if you caused others in something so it's called big. Ki Yiravim. Right, who didn't let people go to the base of Migdash, or Tzadik, and Baisos, they brought a confusion, they denied the whole Torah Shabbat. Or someone who was forced another Achayechtu, like Menashe. Menashe forced people, he was killing Eden, or he didn't kill them, but he tricked them, he fooled the missionaries. Like Yeshu, like, like, like Yashka. What does it mean? It means that you're leaving the community. It doesn't mean that you're sinning. With that means that if there's a tzara, they don't feel the pain. They don't fast when there's a tzara. He's going on his own path. And he's keeping the mitzvahs. But he's in a place. He's disconnected. There we say, we already explained that before what Yoyakum said. And that's also called the Ramam's interpretation of a person who's acting brazenly against the Torah. It's the chutzpah. I'm going to show everyone how to arouse God's anger. That's called and he's not ashamed of the Torah. The next category, Allah Yud Beis, is a Moisim. The Ramam writes, really, there are two in the category of Moisim. Either Hamoisim Chaveda Beyat Goyim, when that person, God forbid, could be killed or could be beaten, and then you have something which appears to be less, but it's still a Moisim. Only Moisim Momin. Hamoisim Momin Chaveda Beyat Goyim. Or Beyat Anna Shuhu Kigoy. Shneim Ein Lahem Chaylik. Allah Yud Gimol, Atilei Ein Malat Sibur. Shulei Lashem Shemayim, those who cast fear. But they're not doing it for the sake of heaven. Zeharoi Tetzibur Bechaskam. They run a community with a strong hand. People in the community are very much afraid of that communal leader. But his kavana is l'chveid atzmai. And for him to get his way, not l'chveid shamaim, like malchei hagoyim. And the final Allah of this chapter, Allah of Yudalit says that I'm kol echad mi echad mi arbo ve esram anoshum elu. Shemoninu. Afa pishem Yisrael, elam chelik elam haba, v'yesh avedis kalis me'elo. There are other besides this twenty-four. V'afa pikein, and even though they're not in these twenty-four, but still the sages said that shaharogel behen also elam chelik elam haba. Why did they say that? Kedai kedai hein lisrachik mahem ulizor mahem. It's important. It's good to to be aware of them. Number one, hamachanas chaveri, a person who invents. A disparaging nickname. The inventor and the people who use that nickname. Some nicknames are endearing. We're speaking about a kinoi that's, that brings that person a level of uncomfort. Another category is 
Another category is a person who takes pride in someone else's shame. Another category is Another category is Another category is a person who is mevaza and the final category is your mechalal kach. The Ramam is writing not only in the ones that he's counting in 14, but it's very important, even the 24, even the 24 is only bishemais beloy tshuva. Avalim shav mirishoy. Umeis vuhu bal tshuva says the Ramam hareizem ibnei oilam haba. She'ein lochot davar she'oimid bifnei atshuva. And even the worst, afilu kafar beikar kol yomav. And in the last moment of one's life, to whom does God extend peace? Even says God, I will heal them. Says And you should know that this tshuva is bein begoli, which includes uh, people know about it. They did so in private. That's the meaning of the Pasuk. And God says, return faithless children. Now hold on, that means they're faithless. Even though he's still looked at as faithless because no one even knows the person did Shuvah. Still, God says, to be continued.